Warning! The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive. If you do... Up yours! That's only if you don't listen to the podcast. Otherwise, not up yours. Did you know the Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all of the social media outlets? Give us a like, follow, share, subscribe, or even a review if you're feeling generous. Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Twitter, Twitch, and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a very special episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. It is me, your boy Big Tasty, as always, joined once again by now fairly regular guest and co-host Faye. How's it going, Faye? Uh, I'm very good, thank you very much. How are you? Uh, very well, indeed, because we are also joined by a super special guest, uh, one of the voices of TNT Extreme Wrestling and one of the most prolific wrestling dudes in all of the shouty, Northwest. Shouty British commentator himself. Yeah, Mr. DJ King. Sir, how are you? Oh, mate, I am fun. That was a that was an absolutely spectacular intro. I don't know how I'm gonna <laughs> like match up to the intro that you've given me there. I mean, I've never been re- referred referred to as prolific before. That was. A, <laughs> I mean, I've seen you special. with like at least three different wrestling companies now, so I think that I think that has to yeah. count. Oh, mate, I tell you what, I'm, I'm it's it's mad. This last year, like 2022, was just the weirdest wrestling year for me. I mean, I, I, I at the end of 2021. I genuinely thought I was done with British wrestling, and then 2022, I am literally all over the place. It's it's fantastic. It just seems Love like it. British wrestling's in like such rude health now, um, especially on like a local scale, like on a sort of like there's there's just shows everywhere, which is amazing. Yeah, it's 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 come back in full force, and it's fantastic. I mean. I love people who say, oh, yeah, Brit Wrestling's dead. Oh, this is the final nail in Brit Wrestling. Fuck off, mate. Brit Wrestling's never going to die. It has, its, it has its highs. It has its lows. We got slapped during the uh, pandemic, pandemic. But we soldiered through. Think good things have come. And uh, There's a whole new British generation of stars now like climbing the way to the top, which is just phenomenal. To, to too many amazing talents out there to hold British Wrestling down now, mate. That's it. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that, some of them Obviously, who we saw on Saturday. Yeah. Um, I think the best place to start is at the end um, when we talk about Mrs. Um, Masker. So, for, for those people who are listening who might not know, Mr. King, you yourself, I'll call you Mr. King. Um, you are one of the commentators <laughs> at TNT Extreme Mr. Wrestling. Mr. King is my father's name. Please call me DJ. <laughs> <laughs> but you were, on, you were on the call. You were in the booth um, when we saw some absolute scenes go down at the end of the show. It was the double whammy. Oh, not- it, it was it was wild. It was absolutely wild. Like I, I'm assuming I can't swear on this show. <laughs> oh no, go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, well, feel free. It was fucking wild what happened at the end of Mercy Side Massacre. But you can't talk about the end of Mercy Side Massacre, really. You've got to go back and talk about what happened Ignition. earlier on in the day in the afternoon at Ignition. I'll pass it on to you, Faye, because you were there. You were actually at the so, show. So I took my son um, and my nephew to it. It was my nephew's first Ignition show, and he loved it. But my son knew who Crowley was because we'd been at Super Strong Style earlier in the year. So, like, he loves Crowley. So at first, I'm going to take it back to when Alexis had her match. Against Lucy's guy, 
And when she was announced Fantastic by uh, Mad match. Dog Sorry. as oh, it was Amazing phenomenal. Match. And it, we love Lucy. We see her all the time at Wrestle Island as well. And she's had a killer of a year since she's back. Um, but Alexis got announced as, and I miss so many signs, and I'm kicking myself because she came out as being announced from Disneyland Paris. But Matthew turned around to me, he's only 12, but he's quite in the know, he thinks anyway. <laughs> but he went, Her gear's like Maleficent. And I was like, Oh, yeah, that's funny. And then I thought nothing of it, thought it was fine. <laughs> And then Crowley won the Rumble. Um, and I thought, oh, that's weird. And then me, naively, thinking, oh, we're going to get Crowley in RPD. That's going to be amazing. Nope. How foolish. <laughs> How foolish. It was, it, it, oh, it was just crazy. I, 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 obviously, no one expects to see Crowley in the Rumble on Ignition. On a family show? On a, like you don't you, you, that's it, you don't expect to see yeah, Charles Crowley when there's kids in the audience. You just don't. <laughs> Especially don't the TNT to see audience. Flipping all the kids off. When you when you're a part of the like the main TNT extreme audience, you you see the, the heinous shit you've seen Charles Crowley do. You'd never expect yeah. him to show up on an ignition show. So he shows up, basically hides in the corner for the majority of the rumble. Eliminates um, Casey. Let's mm-hmm. let's chase Alexander. Do all the work. Like Chase yeah. was phenomenal on that rumble. Chase absolutely Chase. fucking smashed it. He was all over the place. He was throwing people out left and right. He was he was fantastic. And I, I you know I genuinely believe Crowley hadn't come out. It had been someone else. I, I, I honestly think Chase would have been on a roll and would have won that rumble. Yeah. Would have won it straight. But obviously Crowley did what he did. Won and then. Only Charles Crowley would find a loophole that means he can use that to challenge on the same day and basically piss all over Leon Slater's parade after Leon Slater and Dan Maloney absolutely tore the house down, like figuratively and literally, because those those guardrails got ripped apart. Yeah, they did. Um, It was just, it was just, it was a mad night and. Yeah, I'll let you I'll let you carry on. Uh, tell the. <laughs> the, oh, the, the well, 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 first of all, what a moment for Leon Slater! You know, he um, it was like you said, King. It was a hell of a match. Um, you know, it was it was probably the most action-packed match I'd seen since the GCW weekend in in, uh, in TNT. Yeah. Um, Leon Slater was is is going to be one of the best in the world in in not very long at all. He's he's well on his way. He's he's already been over to America. I don't know the next. It makes time me go- feel physically. It makes me feel physically sick how good that kid is sometimes. So, right, he wrestled Blake Christian on the 1st of January for GCW, which was my 35th birthday, and their combined age was 35. <laughs> it's been given him an existential crisis ever since. I, I consider a personal slight. <laughs> but no, I, well, every time next, the, when he goes to America, I'm scared. I'm in He's the same boat as you. I'm I'm in the same boat as you, so it it just it shocks me to be very cool how how a, a lad so young can be absolutely so talented like Leon Slater, he's not becoming one of the best and he is already one of the best in the 100%. country. Soon to definitely be one of the best in the world. It, he's he's going to be everywhere very soon. So enjoy Leon Slater in the UK on these indie shows while you can. 
Oh, absolutely. Every when time get, I when... see him, I'm like, please bring him back. Don't forget, this guy's so let young him come that back. If, if he wasn't on the TNT show, he wouldn't be allowed to buy a ticket. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Which is just sickening. Yeah. He's, he is unbelievably talented. Him and Driller, like, Dan Maloney's had, like, a hell of a year. That TNT title run's going to go down as one of the all-time greats. Oh, it was made super oh. fight season. Wasn't just a gimmick. No, it, it was. It was. It was super fight season. Every every match down went into was an absolute banger. I mean, Rampage, Matt Cardona. It, it, he's he's just wrestled so many big hitters. Dean Ormark as well. Dean Ormark. Dean Ormark. You know what? I, I spaced on that one, but yeah, Dean, the match with Dean Ormark was fantastic. I have never and, seen a UK crowd as hot as they were for Driller v um, Cardona. Oh, mate. They wanted they wanted Driller to absolutely murder Cardona that night in in Liverpool, and it it, it was so it was su- such a fun atmosphere, such a, a huge crowd, just loving it. It was amazing. I couldn't. But speak he stopped me like weekend. The just week after that. Oh, mate, I I had to work the next day. It was horrific. <laughs> I was just like, I just want to curl up. It's been three days. <laughs> yeah, so so obviously Leon wins. We we get the confetti, we get the streamers, we get the massive celebration. The crowd are loving it. We're we're not we're having a I cried. We're, we're having a wonderful time, and then there he is, Charles Crowley coming out to ruin the party. I mean, Which... what was when when did when did when did the penny drop for you, King? That it was that some of it was up here. That it was all it was all going wrong. Once Crowley got in the ring, once Crowley was in, once Crowley cracked Leon in the back of the head. It, it, that's when the penny dropped. You made me think, oh, he's just coming out to have a look. You know, he's just, he's just, you know, yeah. sizing him up or whatever. Or, yeah. Maybe coming out to, maybe coming out to tease something. But this, as soon as he put his hands on Leon, I was like, mm. it, it dropped. Crap. And then, and, and then, and then, Crowley has, like, a, and then like, has a title shot. It's that roller coaster as well because he, he attacks him and then he doesn't quite get the job done straight away and Leon starts fighting back and then Alexis comes down and you think oh it's fine Alexis is going to sort this out because she hates Crowley she'll she'll stop this you know and then obviously she turns on Leon Crowley gets the win I mean what a what a five minutes of of action you know that still happened in the space of like like three and a half four minutes and it was it was just bedlam. It it, it changed it it changed the whole face of the company in like, like you say in a matter of minutes. Not only did obviously did Crowley take the strap. I mean, this is a, com- a completely different Alexis Falcon to what anyone has ever seen. Not just in in CNC, but in in the country. Yeah, she's she's. I mean, we you you've seen the video package from after the show, the video where of Crowley and Alexis, yeah. and just just that. Was just uh, chilling, for lack of a better way of putting it. it. Was it was shocking. It's it's going to be a very very different kind of TNT going forward. I think from now on. We're going to say not only do we have a new, as you said not only do we have a new champion, we have almost like this power couple at the top now, and I don't think we've ever seen the two top belts intertwined in this way before in TNT. No, we've never had a power, a power dynamic as. Such as this, let's uh, yeah, it's definitely a first in TNT. Like, they are pretty much in control of both both main singles divisions, yeah. And it, it's, I mean, you, you, I, would, I would even like, I wouldn't even like want to speculate who do you think could possibly, you know, crack this, this, this sort of alliance? Who could, who could, who could even 
think about defroning either of these two? I, I, do you know what? I, I think it's it's far too soon to even be talking about anything like that. I mean, the only person I'd have said in in TNT that could have dethroned Crowley would have been Alexis Falcon. <laughs> well, she yeah, she was the only one who seemed to have his number, and now here she is exactly. standing next to him. So no exactly. one's got it's, anyone's number now. Yes, yeah, it's 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 a whole like I say it's a whole new dynamic. This is something that we're all going to have to get used to before anyone even talks about hypotheticals of someone taking that belt away from Crowley. You've seen the way he is with it already. Oh, that's an You've upsetting seen... thought, yeah. isn't it? Mate. <laughs> <laughs> it, no, no, no matter what way you look at it now, Charles Crowley is the top of the pile in CNT, and he's he done it off the back of Alexis Falcon. He is the face of the company, which, you know, for better or for worse. Has anyone checked on Greenwood since, by the way? Because I imagine this has been like a massive psychological blow to him as well after what he went through. Oh, that... I can't imagine what James was was what was going through James's mind when he had to count that three. And then not and only that, like, Cr- Crowley well. forcing him to hand him the belt as well afterwards. Exactly. It's just. Oh, it was. It... I feel sorry, so sorry for James Greenwood. The the shit that Crowley went like talked about him and the the stuff that he yeah. said, and then for for Alexis to to feign. I mean, she, you know, I don't I don't know if what happened at Extreme Fields was genuine or not. You know, she came out to to help Greenwood. Greenwood's obviously considered her a friend, and then they were really close, about, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Yeah, and for him to for the air to come out and do this right in front of him like that as well. And then what I, I can't we saw, imagine what we saw called the in hell, you know, those two they drew blood from each other. They that was a that was a you know a barbaric, oh, wait, was it, was a war? A barbaric contest. They went to war. And to go from that to this, just I mean we we know Charlie uh, Crowley's this master manipulator, you know he he's got the mind games, you know he's got the psychological warfare, but like this is surely beyond even even his, you know, remit. I mean you say that, but how many times have we seen two two like competitors, two warriors go to war and then find that level of mutual respect between them where they do go on to maybe forge a bond, forge a tag team, something along those lines. And, you know, we've seen this happen multiple times. I'm not saying I'm not saying you're wrong about Crowley's uh, manipulation, but at the same time, maybe Maybe this brought maybe what happened between them brought something out in Alexis. Maybe uh, it's awakening it's like... something in Alexis. And Crowley did say he wanted to find the best version of her, didn't he? Um maybe that's well, why maybe, maybe this is maybe this is his best version of her. Yeah. That's that's a very good point, actually. Um should we talk very briefly then about some of the other matches uh, on the card? Did you have any particular highlights I... yourself? Any anything you really enjoyed? I, just, I mean it was a it it was a fantastic card. Um the opening match, for example. Oh, La Rebellion, yeah. Oh, so, 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 dead quick, just obviously it's a it's a rarity that we have our tag team champions in the country with the uh, hectic schedule we have in Mexico. Um, but yeah, La Rebellion defending against um, Lycos, Jim. I, uh, so many times in that match, I thought those titles were coming back to the UK. Oh I thought God, we were going to have I thought we were going to have shit wolves as tag champs at so many points in that match. <laughs> 
And I was all for it. I, I love me some shit walls. And uh, I, I mean, La, La Rebellion, fantastic team. It's amazing to have TNT represented across the world. It, it is. Yeah. But a little, a little bit of me was just very sad not to see uh, not to see those titles be brought home. Just to see them defended a bit more. Just to see a little bit more love yeah. shown to the tag team division because I feel like when the titles aren't there, it doesn't give the lads. The lads don't have, don't feel like they have the incentive. And there's yeah. and there's, there's such a stacked tag team division in, in TNT. I mean, we've got obviously like guys like Lycos, James, Kings of the North, Greedy Souls, Sunshine Machine, Temple of Malum. You know, there there are top teams here. Made so many, so many good teams. It's yeah. just we we need you know. We need La Rebellion back here, ASAP, defending those belts as much as possible. Because the tag team division in TNT deserves to have a shot at those belts as often as possible. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And it's only going to get bigger as well, like just bigger and better as well. Like the potential of people coming up. There's so many teams. There's so many teams out there that haven't even had a sniff at TNT yet as well that are going to be ready for TNT soon. It's, It's unreal. There's, there's just so Exciting, many good tag teams out there. As someone who loves tag team wrestling, I mean, just yeah, a little bit of VGS. As someone who loves tag team wrestling, this is music oh, yeah. to my ears. I, I, you know, there's like you said, there's the British tag team scene at the moment. There's so many up and comers, like you say, um, guys who are at Wrestle Island, guys who are at Infamous, guys who are at Ignition, who are just waiting for that to take that next step into that tag team title scene. Um, well, and- I just, I, I was gonna say, as you say, just off the top of my head, you've got VGS, you've got Made to Last, you've got Act Two. You've got the Merseyside Mersey squad. You, you know, there's just there's just so many great teams out there. You've got Synergy. Can I, mean... I personally just see Kings of the North just have a absolute like murder on him act two just for me because I just think oh, that would be very funny. You're a sadist, you. <laughs> oh, that you've got be... but they're nice boys. Why would you do that? <laughs> they are such lovely lads. <laughs> they're lovely gentlemen. They are. They are. They are. You, you want the, I don't have know. you seen the size of the Kings of the North? Yeah, I know. Have you heard the <laughs> have you heard the call that got me the title of shouty British commentator? <laughs> Jesus Christ, woman. <laughs> if anyone yeah, I mean, is hearing this and are close to act two, can you just hug them? Please say that we love we love them. We hope they're fine. And tell it, it's all okay. I promise. We'll try and keep you away from the kings of the north. We, we don't want to see Demo slap the piss out of you. It's fine. No, <laughs> no, we do not. Uh, no, me. I, and always, as Just always, me. like as always, before we move on, we obviously mentioned La Rebellion. Um, obviously we talked about their opponents, but La Rebellion themselves, fantastic. They they make every every time we see oh. them, it feels like it feels like a huge deal. They are the whole package, aren't they? When it comes to oh, mate, uh, absolutely amazing from the from the. From the entrance, that literally sent shivers down my spine. Like the whole, the whole premise, the the appearance, everything that La Rebellion bring is just fantastic. And then they back it up one hundred percent. It's one of the best lucha teams in the world. Obviously, former so NWA tag first, champs. That was my first La Rebellion match. Was it? And it was amazing. It was it. My second live one, second one I've got to have I've been able to call. Because uh, I, I was there the night they won the belts. Um, unless you ask Kings of the North, then I was there the night that they got the belts robbed. Yeah, there's some contentious circumstances around the uh, around the title change. <laughs> and to be fair, they still haven't had a, a rematch, which no. I think is uh, 
They're cards for them now because obviously Greedy Souls are out of match. Uh, Kings of the North should get their rematch. So yeah, these they could be busy lads in 2023 back in the UK. Oh yeah, definitely. And I mean, and obviously as you said before, you've got Sunshine Machine, you've got Temple and Malum, and you've got all those teams that are hungry just to get to TNT. The, the, the tag team tag team division in the Northwest, especially at the minute, is thriving. So there's there's going to be no shortage of competition for that rebellion when they get over here and defend those belts. Yeah, absolutely. Um, right, we'll move on to the opener match. Um, we actually, uh, my only minor regret is we got in, we got in the show like five minutes late, and we missed all the entrances in the opener match, which meant we missed obviously one of the best in the in the country. I mean, Manic De Reese making his entrance is always an absolute truth. Uh, but this match was absolutely phenomenal. Um, oh mate, what a what what a way to come back to to twenty twenty three. What a way yeah. to start the year. That four way was just. <sighs> Silly nonsense. Yep. Chef's kiss. I mean, first, the first the time seeing Daz Black, he absolutely blew me away. He was phenomenal. Oh, same. Same as the first time I'd ever yeah. seen Daz Black. And I was like, right, I need more of this. Uh, Nico Angelo and Scotty Rock are the two guys I could just put into the I could watch them literally wrestle each other for the rest of time. And I'd be all right with that. I well, think. I, have, I have said on multiple occasions that the match between Scotty Rock and Nico Angelo at. Um, the last ignition show of the year. Oh my gosh, it was unbelievable. The best ignition, sorry, the best Ultra X match I have called this year. It Easily. was phenomenal. It was one of the best wrestling matches I've ever seen live. Those two, I could watch them wrestle forever. I really could. Can I you have them as a tag team? Ooh. Ooh. I, like. I don't know how the rest of like us Jim would feel about that, but if you, if you want would... to talk about finding mutual respect in in combat, then you know maybe maybe there's one we can talk about. Yeah. Well, talking about tag teams we found mutual respect in combat, there's another team that we we haven't even thought about. Let's just just to sidetrack that quick because we are talking about the tag team division. What about Son of Dyson and Two Bit? Oh my God! I know. Right. me that because they they had like such a rivalry didn't they and then they dominated in the rumble like as a it team really they dominated and i want to see more of that yeah i want to see more of son of Dyson and two bit because they brought out the, the rat absolute wolf. the rat wolf <laughs> they brought out the absolute best and to an extent the worst in each other and yeah. they both come away from that i'd say better better wrestlers from it and I'd love to see yeah. how they could like how could they could bounce off each other as a tag team, like not not just That's an ignition. Fantasy bucket now. <laughs> We've got Nico and Scotty versus Sonny and Two Bit. Right, there's there's an ignition main event right there. <laughs> yeah. Day after, if you are listening to this, there you go, lad. We've just done. We've, now you now you've only got to book like five more matches. It's Sam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, exceptional. Yeah, but yeah, so it, yeah, it, the, it, it, yeah it, it, it just goes to show that, like again, the wealth of talent we've got in, in the UK wrestling scene that like these four guys oh, can go out and just it was it was just you didn't know where to look, did you? I mean, how did you even how do you even call a match like that? With a lot of water and uh, a lot of deep <laughs> breaths afterwards, <laughs> because it's non-stop. It is non-freaking stop. I mean, I swear, Mark. A lot of the time, he guides me through this because I just get lost. <laughs> He's at least get he, lost he, in the action. He seems like a nice sort of calming presence to have alongside you. 
Oh, mate, Mark, Mark Adams is just, he's a doll. He's, he's the absolute best. Like, just a legend. Yeah, we're, we're lucky to on, have him. On the scene, on the scene in general, just like he, he's been around longer than most. He know he's he's probably forgotten more about British wrestling than most of us will ever know. Yeah, and just working <laughs> with him is an absolute delight. I I love the bones of Mark. He's he's an absolute legend, and he's just, he's a fucking sweetheart. I could call shows with him all day, which is good considering that nowadays I do have to call shows with him all day. <laughs> now, now, now we're doing double headers. Yeah, it is literally an entire eight, day. Eight hours of calling wrestling with Mark Adams. It's a, it's a friggin' treat. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to mention in particular? Any any other sort of matches you, you any sort of particularly fond memories you have from from last from Saturday? Yeah, always nice to see Lizzie Evan. It is always nice, and it's nice to see her getting the respect that she deserves as well. Do you know what? Yeah. It's been it, it's been a lot. I, I literally mentioned it on every single show that she was getting booed. That it just doesn't feel right to see a, a scouser like Lizzie, who is one hundred percent bona fide scouser. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if, you, if there's any doubt, if you argue the toss, <laughs> she'll show you why. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, see her getting booed in Liverpool never felt right to me, and then. All this has happened, and I mean, it's not like hearing Angel split and Angel immediately turned on her. You know, they had some heat between them, and the fans. I feel like the fans wanted to cheer Lizzie, like they were looking for a reason to cheer her. Yeah, and even though even though they love the She Wolves, like the the She Wolves were getting constantly, constantly, constantly cheered all the time. But as soon as the fans found the reason to cheer for Lizzie again. They don't give a fuck about it, it, it felt like they don't give a fuck about anyone because they want to I got well, from a at fan the point last of view. Extreme show. I had Casey in Casey and Molly in my face. It was great. It was so much fun. <laughs> say, it really feels like with Lizzie, like Extreme Fields really felt like the turning point from the fans' perspective. I felt like the fans almost like you said, they were almost fed up with booing her and they almost decided, No, we want to cheer for, like we love Lizzie. We, like, she's one of us, we want to cheer for her. No, yeah. this is and yeah, they, so, exactly like fake jokes about we we sort of willed this into existence by just being like well up for Lizzie ever. Yeah. <laughs> for months. For what feels like months. Like if you go back and watch the GCW shows. If you hear a girl screaming for Lizzie when she's wrestling, that's me and my friend Nat. Don't <laughs> <laughs> right, you hear the commentator screaming for Lizzie? That's me. Yes, <laughs> excellent. But no, it really feels apparently... like the, it really feels like the fans just said, "No, we've had enough of this. Now we want Lizzie back." Basically. Yeah, yeah, they did, and and that's it. She hasn't done anything different. She's not changed who she is. No, she's still Lizzie Evo, and. The fans just said, no, that's it, we're sick of booing her. It's time to start cheering the girl again. My uh, my turning point for that was, um, we are talking about this before we came on, at Lizzie's interview within the podcast, when they asked her, how, when um, Ben asked her, how does it feel to be to be booed? She went, they're not scousers, them. And I just think that's the funniest thing ever. And it's right. Like, it's like, it's that, isn't it? No, everyone knows, everyone knows scousers. Scousers back their own, no matter what. Yeah. I remember being and... a download about four years ago when NXT were doing the UK tournament and Zach Gibson was getting booed there, and I was the only person in the entire crowd cheering for Zach Gibson because I'm not booing a scouser in a Good room lad. full of wolves. Good lad. Like, you know. 
Yeah. You fucking you represented, and that's a, that is you know <laughs> fucking brownie points for you. Yeah. Can I talk about my highlight? Go for it. Um, Go on. Big fucking Joe telling me to fuck off. With <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love big fucking Joe. What a fucking what a geezer. Again, it's one. It's like it's one of them, isn't it? Every time you get to see Big Fucking Joe, is a treat. It's an absolute pleasure yeah. to, to just be in his presence. I can't wait for DOA. See, Joe, Joe is I'm my so pick excited. For DOA. I, he I, there's so 20, many, he, he nearly, so many heads in that. He nearly went all the way last year. He got to the final. He lost to Clint. Clint's not in it this year. So you think on that theory, Joe's got the the run of the field? No, you know you think now is just you think, but but look who's in there, mm. like. Look at some of the absolute monsters you've got in the tournament this year, and some wild cards like like Ali, like freaking um, Session Mop. Session Mop is every is the epitome of a wild card in the tournament <laughs> like yeah. that. My first TNT show was Total Carnage, um, where she won that tournament. That was unbelievable. Well, actually, she sold me on Session, Deathmatch wrestling. Session Mop's got Deathmatch pedigree. She's won a Deathmatch tournament. That's it, mate. Yeah, it's not like she's going into this as an outsider. She's a, she's definitely got to be a fan favorite for this tournament now. She's got tournament experience, but obviously, like then you say you've got Joe, you've got Tomby, you've got friggin' God, who else have we got? There's so many. Aspen, Aspen, yeah, God, it's it's just gonna be. It's 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 gonna be bedlam. It really is. This is I I this is gonna be my first DOA that I've called. I am oh, so I excited. Like, I can't even imagine God, how that's gonna feel. Mate, I've I've, I've I cut my teeth this matches. year with deathmatch wrestling. When it comes to commentating, like this is the first time I've ever done any real deathmatch commentary. Um, obviously getting to do call the GCW main event, um, was just insane. Alex Cologne versus Drew Parker, like just. Oh, that was so good. It, 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 do you know what? It was special for me because I've known Drew since he started out in Wales. That was where I was. As I spent the last basically like ten years of wrestling I've spent in Wales, and watching Drew come up, he, he was you, you. You knew something. There was something about him. He was. He, he had you know star potential. And he's reached it, and he's just such a, such a fucking, a, such a deathmatch legend, at such a young age, and still the nicest kid in the whole world. Yeah, and, and, he's, and he's done it all over the world as well on some of the biggest stages, yeah. you know. Which is you see a lad from the northwest. It's great to see us going out there and and, and smashing it on, like you say, on a worldwide stage. Exactly, yeah. mate. Beaming with pride for, for the likes of him who were going out there and absolutely smashing it and making a proper name for themselves. It's fantastic. Yeah, I want to see Drew back this year. Oh, I, I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't think you'll, I, I don't think you'll find uh, anyone in the crowd who, who, who doesn't want to see him back. I thought he did at GCW this year. That was, yeah, like you said, that was something special. Phenomenal, isn't he? I'm sure there's a weekend later on this year, and a lot of his know, friends are going to be over. <laughs> Maybe he'd like to join them. <laughs> you never know. We can have a game of darts. It'll be great. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm not playing darts with Drew. <laughs> Ever. 
so we've got we've got a friend another lad does the podcast with us he lives up in scotland so we only ever see him a couple of times a year and that drew parker match was the first death match he'd ever seen live he was in the crowd and he was like he was and he all, loves death he was all, he was he was so he was so overwhelmed and so happy he was basically crying just just from the sheer joy of seeing drew parker live it was like yeah this is this is you, you tend to be like tears i this is the best thing i've ever seen oh, <laughs> i was mate. like yeah mate it really That's is fantastic <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, we've got a top it. Got a got a top it this year though. To last year, the GCW weekend there, amazing. But I reckon, I reckon we'll top it this year. Yeah, it's a starting I was, point, isn't it? Well, I was speaking to Jay, but like by the end of last year, like and I was like, before we like we close out the year, like what was your best wrestling memory of 2022? And we both said like without a moment's hesitation, it was that GCW weekend because it was just. Oh. It was. Just, it felt like a some sort of weird dream, didn't it? It was. Just it, like... You know what? It did. It did. Like uh, one of my my weirdest highlights of that weekend for me was, um, Ali did commentary. Ali Cax did commentary for Effie's match, hmm. and I was sat in the booth, and they were setting up for the main event, and it, was, it took about five ten minutes to set up for that main event. So I ended up jumping on commentary on the live live headset. To the worldwide audience, just chatting shit with Ali Katz <laughs> on, on Fight TV live on on, pay- on, live, on, 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 on the same service that you get your AEW pay per views from. And exactly, there's, on the there's you going live on global fucking streaming service Fight TV. I am literally going. So are you having a nice time in Liverpool, Ali? Yeah, and she's like, yeah, yeah, it's a great time. I'm like, yeah, you, 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 last night was it? Was a bit of a bang. Said, oh yeah, we had a great night last night. Oh yeah. <laughs> tried to steer the conversation a little bit to, more towards the wrestling side of things but I think we were just shooting shit and it was fantastic <laughs> uh, Ali's she is a darling she's just so lovely and it, it was great to, do you know what everyone on that, that GCW roster was just yeah. fantastic just such a great great group of guys and, there were just no egos were there like everyone was no. just like I remember walking in like getting my picture taken with Effie and then turn around and there's Cole Radrick just stood there and he comes over and goes hi guys what's going on how's it going he came to us and just started chatting to us you know and it's just Cole, like oh my god Aaron nearly died yeah. <laughs> Cole Radrick has the best name for a finishing move in wrestling today Little Sebastian's Case <laughs> Is that what it's called? It is called Little Little. I found this out on the second night of the GCW weekend. There, I went out of my way to go backstage to find Cole Radrick to say to him, <laughs> "You have the best name for a finishing move in wrestling." And then I walked away. I was done. I mean, yeah. That was it. The conversation was done. I had nothing else to say. <laughs> he just needed to know this. Yeah. Oh my god! But uh, yeah, um, that that's someone else with the OA. Yeah, Cole Radrick, he's yeah, back. Yeah, next. How yeah. mad is that? Raddy, How mad? Cole Radrick's going to be in DOA. Yep, it's it's just unbelievable. It's just Cole like, Radrick's what... going to be wrestling session moth. That can be a oh, thing yeah. that can happen. Yeah, I need to see that. What yeah, I, like, I feel like I need to see that now. Yeah, what a, what a time to be alive. Uh, before we what uh, a before time we to be alive. Before we wrap up then, King, um, we're just going to talk very briefly a little bit about Infamous. Obviously, this is your baby. Um, your promotion based, based in Runcorn. You're running a show at Masonic Hall on Saturday 11th of March called Come At Me Bro. Uh, do you want to tell yeah, us a little bit about Infamous and a little bit about that show in particular? Yeah, Inf- Infamous is um, the brainchild of myself and my business partner, Harry Steggles. We um, 
on a drunken New Year's Eve, <laughs> had a conversation that we were gutted that there was no wrestling in Runcorn anymore. Um, obviously, we we had previous ties years before with the RWA. Um, less said about that, that place, the better. But, uh, you know, that place shutting down, obviously created a vacuum in Runcorn. There was, no, there was nothing, no entertainment, nothing. And obviously, wrestling has a base here due to what was created through that. And we thought, well, this is our hometown. This is where we live. I'm sick to death of driving to wrestling shows in other places. So let's start <laughs> uh, let's start running run court again. So we started up last year. We ran two shows last year. Um, fantastic crowds. The, the roster we've got is just absolutely top-notch um from top to bottom some of the most experienced guys in the country and then some of the some of the newest youngest talents out there who just who want to make a name for themselves who want to move on to to you know want to be have that spotlight shown on them and that's what we're you know we're trying to achieve i was gonna say i've got i've got the event poster up here and like the just the, the pictures on the on the the faces on the card on the on the poster you know you've got everyone you've oh, got mate. You've got, like you say, you've got that perfect mix. You've got like you've got Lizzie Evo on there. You've got FGS. You've got um, Joey Hayes. That man, Hudson. I'd say, mate, it, it was just the roster. The roster that um, that we've we've put together in Infamous. I, I honestly couldn't be prouder. Some of the some of the best wrestlers in some of the most underrated wrestlers as well in the Northwest. Just like a couple of guys just off the top of my head, Jack Johnson. Absolutely phenomenal, but a lot of people no idea who he is, and we want to change that. We want people to to see the likes of a Jack Johnson and say, like, "Oh yeah, yep, yeah, shit, I know that guy. I've seen him before. Infamous. That's the guy who tried to kill Drill with a drill." <laughs> wow. Oh yeah, you uh, you went there, so you missed the last show. Yeah, J- uh, Jack no, Johnson yeah. got very got very literal after his match with Drill and went after him with a power drill. Well, yeah, that's just. Certainly got me excited for the next one. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the next show should be fantastic. We have already got a couple of matches announced for the next show. Um, obviously the my the, son's the biggest VGS fan, so he is so excited. He'll be, he'll be very happy then because uh, yeah, uh, one of the matches announced so far is VGS against Made to Last against the Dogs of War, triple threat tag. Um. That's gonna be hard. Yeah, there's been, be amazing. There's, there's been yeah, a lot of issues between all of these guys, like dating back to the first show. The first show, um, VGS put out an open challenge. Pud answered the open challenge. Uh, much to the uh, chagrin of the VGS, and then yeah. was backed up by the babyface Pitbull. VGS won, obviously using the numbers game to their advantage, and then. Since then, Pitbull's obviously gone and got a uh, the man that the, the man they know as Dave Faulkner, who as as we all know is an absolute monster, and they want the hands on VGS. But at the same time, made the last of our their runnings with VGS now. There's a lot of heat going into this triple threat match, and there's a lot of like cross wires, especially between VGS. So the um, between. Made to last, and the dogs of war. They see they, the, the basically they they want there was a race between the two of them who could get the hands on VGS first, and it's now come to the point that they're willing to fight each other just to get their hands on VGS. Wow. 
And uh, I mean, we all know what Tom and the boys are like. Yep. Yeah. This should be very interesting. And then the, be... even, though, even though Tom is a dickhead. <laughs> in, the, in the nicest oh. possible way. <laughs> I, I don't really care if it's in the nicest possible way. You, you put hands on me at the last <laughs> day from the show. I mean, all right, fair enough. <laughs> and then you've got the the, the big one, um, for me anyway, the, the, the marquee match is um, Christy versus Pud. Brother versus brother. The... Uh... Where the sick, where the namesake of the show came from. <laughs> <laughs> Come at me, bro. Exactly. I mean, Come at me, bro. Uh, two yeah, of the this, this one two, again. two of the best young wrestlers probably in the entire country. Which is crazy Jeez. considering that they're brothers and they're both <laughs> under twenty. They're, they're both legally unable, unable to uh, hire a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope someone give me a lift. That's going to make phone. me cry. I already know. <laughs> it's gonna make me I mean, cry again. It's something that's been building up since the first show. Christy and Pun have come to blows. They came to blows on both of our previous shows, and both times Christy's got the better of him. But he's had the help. He's had the the, the backing of of Tommy and Casey. Pud or Padrick, as we should probably call him, because that's his name. Padrick as bait as has come to me on multiple occasions and asked for this match previous, like before this show was even, was even in, like he, he wanted him at the second show one-on-one. I said, no, I told him, I don't think he was, I, I didn't want to see the two of them go head to head like that because I mean, I've got a little brother, your brothers fight, no but, I don't, but you don't want to, you know, sometimes you don't want to see it. You don't, you don't want to be parading it in front of a whole audience. That's it. Yeah. You want to you want to settle this behind closed doors, ideally, don't you? But here we are. Ideally, yeah, you do. You want to settle, you know, you, you without violence behind closed doors, get it settled nice and easy. But Christie's pushed them, and VGS have pushed them, and he's 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 begged us for this match. And in the end, I can't say no to the lad. He he deserves it. He deserves a chance to go one on one with his brother, and to you know try and step out from under his brother's shadow to a point. I wouldn't say that, you know, Christie is overshadowing Pud, but I would say he's trying to hold him down a little bit, which all I think all big brothers do when they see their little brothers growing a little bit. You know, they want to make keep them in check. And I think and, that's and what as Christie's a, as a younger to do. brother, there's always that sort of urge to want to prove yourself, isn't there? There's always that sort of desire to sort of step mm-hmm. up. Yeah, but but also speaking as an older brother, there's always that <laughs> desire to want to make sure that you, you know, you all, you will always feel like a certain level of protection over him. And I feel like maybe Christy being the one to say to put, I'm going to put you in check. Maybe that is his way of trying to be protective. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but Christ, I mean, it's a, uh, it's going to be a fun one. That one. It's uh, going abs- to absolutely go off. I think is, it really uh, is. Yeah. I mean, those two lads, like I say, at, at the ages of the last seventeen and nineteen, already like two of the brightest young stars in the northwest, and they're only getting better. I mean, I saw Chrissy tweeting the other week that he was applying for universities, and my head fell off because I'm like, no, nah, that, yep. that, that's not right. <laughs> why? What do you mean, Christy? Why haven't you got a mortgage with four yeah, kids? Well, <laughs> why aren't you on your second promotion, mate? Like, oh shit, no, you're not thirty-five. Oh, that's me. Yeah, all right, okay. <laughs> But Christy no, Quinlan will go through a midlife crisis at the age of 23. I'm calling it right now. 
Oh, fantastic. Uh, right, I think we'll leave it there. Um, King, can uh, I, thank I will. I will say one last, I'll give you one last thing. Just go for it. Can I just make sure everyone keeps an eye out on the infamous socials? Because we've got a big announcement regarding this show coming up very soon. Oh, nice. So keep an eye out for that. Um, yeah, and just check us out on, obviously, the socials, like Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And, um, look at your pretty new shirts. Yeah, I was about yeah, to say, look at you've got the T-shirt up and going at the moment. Just, I'm looking at them shirts now. They look legitimate. They look so nice. I'm going to get a pink yeah. one. Uh, do you know what? So many so many people have been... Um, I, I don't, don't want to name drop, but... Uh, Rip Fowler messaged me asking for a pink one the other day. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> pink so, is yeah. the proper wrestling colour and you'll never That's it. I mean, do you know what? I, I feel like we I feel like we're gonna end up with a, a, a surplus of uh, black and white and white and black because <laughs> everyone's just gonna be like, We just want the pink. Everyone's the pink Why one. Is so, pink the logo, just pink. so yeah, get yourself get yourself in on that pre-order before it's too late. Uh, so just to just to reiterate that Saturday Saturday the eleventh of March, that is come at me bro run call Masonic Hall. Um tickets are ten pounds for adults, six pounds for children. I mean, you can't you can't ask for more than that, can you? I mean, what what can you get for ten nowadays? Get yourself to some good wrestling. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And it's right by the train station as well. There it we is go. literally. It's, it's actually it's a five minute walk from the train station and a five minute walk from the bus station. So and there's no train strikes this time. <laughs> yes, that's I why I couldn't anyway. go last time. So at, at the moment there is no train strikes, which did did like basically make sure that no one from Liverpool could come through to the show, which I was dead sad about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, so they're available on November eighth, uh, and then it's at infamous underscore WP on Twitter and Instagram and. Infamous WP on Facebook, according to the post. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having us on, guys. Oh, no, King. Thank you so much for coming on, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure. Anytime. You're welcome back anytime. Mate, anytime you want to have me, just you know, drop me a bell. I'll be there. Smash Always him. fun to talk wrestling. It's been wrestling. super fun speaking to you. Yeah. Oh, but, hey, thanks for having us. It's been brilliant. It's been absolutely top notch. I love the, love the show. So get give us a shout whenever you want us i'll be back on any I mean, time we'll see you at wrestle island we'll see you at infamous we'll see you at doa we'll see you around <laughs> absolutely yeah <laughs> everywhere <laughs> tnt sov pro you may see me show up at wrestle island from time to time I, i'm i'm a floating wrestling entity at the moment so i'll just show up where i'm needed or wanted you're the real well, mr wrestling we're at sov pro as well yeah we are at oh mate so do you know what we, that that's when you can have your next back on yeah, we'll do, so, we'll do so pro. There you go. Yeah, so pro because I'm calling. I'm going to be in the booth for so pro oh, as well. Fantastic. So. And that card is so, ridiculous as well, mate. Oh my god, the the soft they're doing God's work in Manchester. Those boys. I don't like to give Manchester credit, but you know you've got to hand it to them to put the <laughs> shot together. Shotty and the Shotty and the lads are are building something special. I mean, I was like I said, I was at the first show, and it was it was wild. I've never seen a show go as late as it did. But still have the audience literally in the palm of their hand. It was <laughs> it was insane. Like so much mad credit to those boys at South Pro. They're doing something special up there, and I'm I'm really made up to be a part of it. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, well, thank you so much for coming on, man. As I say, we'll, we'll, I'm sure you'll be back at some point. We'll definitely have you on again. Uh, but yeah, and good luck for oh, with good luck with all you got. Good luck with everything. Hope the show goes great. Hope the commentary goes fantastic. And yeah, thanks a lot for. Oh, for thank you on. so much, guys. No oh, thank you for having Bye. me again once again, guys. Take care. Take care, mate. See you later. Hello, yes. Danhausen here. Danhausen has been summoned. You must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing. (laughs) 